It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. This is the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine. It is great to be with you. After an extended period, extended time off. So much to get to on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked On Red. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Great to be with you. Like I said, we've been off for about a week. I'm a, a doofus, a bozo, whatever you want to say. I forgot my microphone in Cincinnati. I have a microphone that I can hook up to my laptop and podcast, and I was going to. I planned on podcasting last week, and it did not happen. It could not happen because I didn't have said microphone. And not that there would be a, a ton of podcasts to to do, a, a ton of stuff to record, but I wanted to keep you in the loop. I wanted to continue the podcast. So I just let you know, my bad. That's on me, uh, but um, a lot to get to today on uh on this episode of the Locked on Reds podcast. And if you are keeping track, LockedOnReds.com, it's the place to be for Reds coverage. And right now, there's a lot. Jeffrey Carr's got a a preview um, of the the Detroit Tigers series. He looked at uh, a bunch of different things that that he's written about as well at LockedOnReds.com. Every podcast posted there as well. And this is what I want to start with today. Uh, is is my off time, uh, and, and I'm only going to spend a couple minutes on this, but I like to peel back the curtain once in a while. I went to Yosemite National Park. I went to uh, San Francisco and San Jose, so Northern California, um, and it was really fun. It was me, uh, my girlfriend, um, another couple that uh, we've been friends with for a long time, a decade plus, and it was great to to see them and hang out with them. And we hike up just again, this is a short story. Um, we hike up this, uh, or we do this hike and it was supposed to be six miles one way, six miles the other way, but we decided to take a different route, uh, at Yosemite national park because it was closer to our, our campsite. So instead of having to drive two hours, we only had to drive about 45 minutes and we thought it was going to add two miles each way. And we don't have service, uh, cell phone service, so it's not like you can Google it. And we just kind of estimated on the map, and maybe this is why you don't want to get stuck with me without cell service because I'm bad at maps. But a what would have been what was a sp- supposed to be a 14 to 16 mile hike turned into 25, <laughs> literally a 25 mile hike that we did at Yosemite National Park, and it was clouds rest. And if you follow me on Twitter at James Erpine or at Locked on Reds, you saw what happened at the top of Cloud's Rest yesterday, or you may have saw it at least. Uh, I got engaged. I proposed to said girlfriend up there as we were uh, desperately breathing for air, 10,000 feet up. The elevation was insane. You can see pictures on my Instagram, on Twitter as well. And uh, at James Erpine on Instagram, by the way, really simple. 
I don't go uh I don't go crazy when it comes to uh the names uh so to speak or, or my names on social media but it was uh it was awesome and so I I apologize for not bringing you the podcast uh, at the same time, I, I think that the time off and the time away of, of not even podcasting remotely in California about the Reds, well, it did them some good. It did them a lot of good because they've won five of seven. They're playing right now as I record this uh, two-game series against Detroit, and they've won five of seven. And that's where I want to start is this Reds team. Remember what I said before the Reds season started? Up and down, all around. This is going to be a roller coaster. And that's exactly what it has been for Sal Romano. Sal Romano pitched well yesterday, man. He, he's dealing right now. Seven innings, zero runs Tuesday night. And then that was uh, a follow-up performance from an eight-inning, one-run game against Kansas City. So past two games for Sal Romano, 15 innings, eight hits, one run, five walks, and eight strikeouts. His ERA has dropped now to 5.18. It was 6.23 before. And uh, Sal Romano just is pitching well. Here he is with reporters after the game. Had some, you know, two good games in a row. It doesn't take away from what happened for a month straight. So uh, I got to just, you know, take this as another good one and, uh, you know, enjoy it today and back to work again tomorrow. Looked like everything you were throwing was to the knees and below. Yeah, um, I was really trying to work down on my fastball, and then my curveball was probably the best it's been all year. Um, being able to throw it right under the plate, not uh, you know throwing it 55 feet. So uh, you know it was definitely a big pitch for me today. So is that just is it a confidence thing? Or is it just comfort? A comfort thing? Uh, you never can get comfortable here. Um, it's more of just being confident in yourselves and in yourself and trusting your and trusting your stuff so uh me and tucker are on the same page and uh you know guys did a great job of swinging the bats it's always nice of being a starting pitcher and swinging with, and uh, pitching with a lead so um definitely a really good win for us how tough was it with the heat out there it was hot it was very very hot i must say um i was able to go through some jerseys um but uh you know just try to stay hydrated drink a lot of water and uh you know it was a good day the curveball just a feel thing or did you know has that been something you've been working on? I, I work on it every single week. I throw like a second bullpen just to work on that. Um, but once I felt it on uh, the first inning, I knew it was going to be a big pitch for me today, and it was. Did you actually change jerseys during the game? Yeah, I, I have like three of them, so I was able to do that. With the four walks, I mean, nobody advanced past first base. Did you feel like maybe your control was erratic at times? or No, I never thought it was erratic. Uh, walks happen. Uh, I'd like to minimize walks, obviously, but I was able to make pitches, and guys were, I was able to get some big double plays. The guys were able to make some plays behind me. And that's what's going to happen. I remember talking about this just, just right right before I left last Tuesday about how Romano was kind of on the bubble, how I expected Homer Bailey at some point to get a start, and it was because it would be because Romano got sent down. And I'm glad he's performing well, and not just because it's resulted in the Reds winning, by the way, in their last 37 games, they're 19 and 18. It's a, over a 500 record after they started 8 and uh, 27. But to me, this is so huge for the Reds because it shows, hey, these young guys, they're going to struggle at times. Let them get through the other end. Don't bench them. Don't send them down. Let them work through it. Because usually, if, if they're good, if they're worth their salt, they will work through it. Jesse Winker hits 200 for two weeks. Don't bench him. Sal Romano struggles for a month. Don't sit him. And, and did it sound like, or don't send him down, did it sound like here in that clip that I played for you that he was satisfied? It didn't sound like he was satisfied at all to me. It sounded like he was 
motivated, that he was confident, but that he was hungry for more. And that's what I want to see from this Reds team. They're not going anywhere this year, but I want to figure out if Sal Romano can be one of the five starting pitchers that we bank on heading into 2019, because I'm expecting this team to be good next year. Maybe not great, but good. I want them to to be around 500. That's what I want. And for them to get there, they're going to need starting pitching to step up. Sal Romano certainly has in his last two starts. Um, the other thing that stood out to me yesterday in the game, and it was perfect because I got back in time to watch the game, Wandy Peralta. Oh, Wandy. Uh, gives up five. So the Reds win 9-5 over the Tigers. I, I don't think I've said that seven minutes into the podcast. But the Reds won yesterday 9-5 over the Tigers. And Peralta gave up five runs in the ninth. They were up 9-0. They were blowing them out. And it got to a point where if he had given up and he got pulled, Dylan Floro came in. But Floro was in a position where if he gave up a hit, one hit, we're talking about a potentially a two-run game. And I would have been officially nervous. And I was hoping it didn't happen and it didn't happen. And Floro shut the door on any comeback attempt. But uh, Wandy Peralta is a guy that you certainly have to wonder about. Here's Reds manager Jim Riggleman on two things. One, Wandy Peralta and his struggles in the ninth. And he started with talking about his starter and how Sal Romano pitched, how impressed he was with Romano. Sal's throwing the ball really good. Um, you know, a little concerned today with how many days he had off in between starts sometimes that uh, can can make a guy a little rusty, but he, he really gathered himself and uh, did a great job. Him and Tucker were working real good together, and, um, you know, just a real nice ball game from him. It's never easy, is it? You, no. You, I mean, you dominate no. for eight innings. And... Yeah, um, you know, they they got they, they, I tell you Detroit. You look at their record, and I mean th- that shows you they're getting after it every night. You know they don't they don't give anything up, and um, uh, you know Ron Gardenhire's got them playing real hard over there. So you better play the whole nine because um, you know they're going to come after you. But um, you know, um, just very unfortunate. Wandy um, got ground balls. You know. There, there are ground balls all over the place just finding holes, and next thing you know, they, they stick a hit out there, and uh, we're in trouble. This game has so much to do with confidence. Has he lost some confidence, you think, or what? Well, he, he may have, but I, I do know that uh, as he got deeper into some of his hitters, he was firing. You know, he was just letting it go, and that's what we need from him. We need for him to, to let it go and let his ball move around for him. But, um, um, you know, he's he's throwing too many pitches to not get any outs there. You know, he's too talented for that. That's Reds manager Jim Riggleman, and we'll see with Peralta. Here's what I do know. This Reds team surging a bit, and whether it's Scooter Jeanette or Joey Votto, the, the hitters yesterday delivered as well. This, uh, this to me, is a team that is, uh, I don't want to say surging, and I just said it, but, uh, you know, they're 5-2. and two. Over their last seven, as I record this, again, they are already started their game against Detroit today. Um, right now, Detroit in the top of the third leads one nothing over the Reds. The Reds 27-45 and 45 on the year. To me, this is a team that is going to be about this the rest of the way. I expect them to be slightly below. I bet they win 45% of their games the rest of the way. That's kind of what I've, what I've expected from them after their horrendous start. Uh, We'll see if that continues. Uh, Tyler Malley on the mound right now for the Reds. Gave up a run in the first. Has since uh, shut everything down for the Tigers and is one strike away from getting out of the third inning against Detroit. 
Uh, he, he's a big part of it as well. But the pitching, the young pitching, what happens with them is certainly interesting. The other thing that I think is really interesting is what happens with Scooter Jeanette, what happens with Joey Votto, um, and what happens with the, with these hitters. Because right now Scooter Jeanette's hitting the cover off the ball. Joey Votto's average back up to 301, had a, a grand slam yesterday, and uh, Tyler Malley did get out of the top of the third without uh, giving up any hits. It was a clean uh, one, two, three inning for him. And uh, right now the Reds trail one nothing after uh, two and a half innings at Great American Ballpark. I'll be back at it tomorrow for the Locked on Reds podcast. We will discuss the results of today's game. I will discuss Scooter Jeanette, his future with the team, because just when you thought he was going to cool off, well, he hasn't. And it's making it even tougher and harder for the Reds to make a decision with Nick Senzel, who's playing really well right now in AAA. What do they do? I want to discuss that tomorrow on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It has been great. By the way, if you tweeted me, congratulations. Even if you didn't, who cares? Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for congratulating me. And uh, thank you for being patient with the podcast. I know it was a, a long break. Not something I take pride in doing. Um, but it was certainly something that uh, I enjoyed, and I'm, uh, it's great, and I'm enjoying being back with you. Back at it tomorrow. Until then, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.